Take your Bibles and turn with me tonight to John chapter 14. John chapter 14. John chapter 14. And if you would uh, please stand for the reign of God's word if you're able to. John chapter 14. We've been preaching through a series on Sunday nights that we've titled Learning to Hear God. And as I was studying about what, we would, what I would be speaking on, because of the Lord's Supper and this being Easter, the Lord began to show me something here that is so important, that is very relevant to this Easter, this Resurrection Sunday, and this hearing from the Lord and hearing, learning to hear God. John chapter 14, and we'll begin reading in verse 15. It says, If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him. For he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But ye see me, because I live, ye shall live also. At that day ye shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Judas saith unto him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him. And we will come unto him and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings. And the word which ye hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Ye have heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If ye love me, ye would rejoice, because I said, I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. Now I have told you, before it come to pass, that when it is come to pass, ye might believe. Hereafter I will not talk much with you, for the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me. But that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, even so I do. Arise and let us go hence. If you look with me back in verse 26, will be our text tonight. So, but the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. But I want you to zero in on this last part of this verse. It says, And bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. I'd like to preach a message that I've titled Hearing by the Way of Remembrance. Tonight we will even take of the Lord's Supper in remembrance. 
And I believe that remembrance is one way that the Lord speaks to our hearts through the Holy Spirit of God and through other means. And so we want to look tonight at hearing by the way of remembrance. And let's pray. Father, we come to you. Lord, I am so excited and stirred for the day that you've blessed us with. The beauty of the weather and all that is great, but Lord, the greatest thing is that knowing that I serve a risen Savior. I thank you for a resurrected Savior. I thank you, Lord, that I can put my faith and trust in you. And because you live, I can live also. Now, Lord, I pray that you'd be with us tonight. And even as we take of the Lord's Supper, Lord, help us to remember, speak to our hearts. And may we understand. And, Lord, may we see the hand of God work and move in our midst. Lord, there may be somebody here tonight that doesn't know Jesus Christ their Savior. They've never experienced that life-changing event of salvation. Lord, I pray that you draw them to you. Help them to understand without Christ, they have no hope of eternity. And Lord, may they come and let us take a Bible and show them how to be saved. For this we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Be seated. Sometimes the way that we truly hear is when something is brought to our remembrance. Something that was said and we heard it at the time, but we really didn't hear it with understanding. You know, it's, it's easy for us to, to uh, hear something and not really understand, and we've heard it, but we just didn't take it in, and so we really didn't hear it, if you get what I mean. We didn't have an understanding of it. Many times what we don't realize is that sometimes by the way of remembrance, someone or something brings it to our remembrance later, and we begin to understand what was being said. You know, how many, often, how many times have you heard, heard it said that later when, uh, when it was brought to our remembrance, oh, that's what they meant by what they said. That's what they meant. And something was brought back to our remembrance that took place, that somebody said something and said, oh, well, that's what they meant. Or maybe in reading the Bible and, and you see something and you, you ponder upon it, but you really don't pay much attention to it. And then later on, maybe the preacher or a Sunday school teacher or somebody's talking about that specific verse. Or maybe you're sitting there and you're pondering it later on because of something that took place. And all of a sudden, the Spirit of God says, this is what that verse means. Brings that verse back by way of remembrance. And God is speaking to you by way of remembrance. Many times there's things that takes place in our lives and the Lord begins to speak to our, our hearts and lives by way of remembrance. Uh, the Savior is about, as we read the scripture here, Jesus is about ready to go to the cross and he's been instructing the disciples continually. Even as he's speaking to them here in, in chapter uh, uh, 14, he's speaking to them and he's telling them again that he's going to the cross that he's going to rise again the third day, basically, and, and, under, and, trying to, and he's speaking very plain. You go back through the scripture, and he spoke very plainly about the death that he would die. He spoke very plainly about the resurrection. He spoke very plainly about who he was. And yet they did not understand. They did not realize what he was saying. And they heard it, but they didn't hear it with understanding. He'd been instructing them about his death, and, but they couldn't comprehend it. They couldn't comprehend the resurrection. So Jesus told them there's coming a time. If you look there in verse 26, he's telling them, he said, there's coming a time really 
that they'll, that they'll hear his words again by way of remembrance. He said, You're gonna, the, the words are going to come back. How often in your life, in my life, that, that maybe even almost to the, the sound of their voice in your mind, you can hear somebody saying something. Over the years, I, and sometimes I can stop and I can think about maybe someone that I've spoken with and I can almost hear them in their voice saying something they said to me. My mom that's passed away and went with the Lord, be with the Lord. There's times I might be thinking about her and almost, it's almost like hearing her voice again about something that she said. I can almost hear her say when many times when she would, when she would uh, speak to me and maybe we would be... Uh, uh, I'd be aggravating her a little bit, just having a little bit of fun, or we'd be doing something, and, and she would say, Rod. And she'd call me Rod. And I can still hear that same voice as it speaks. Now, you say, oh, well, you're hearing from No, I'm not hearing from her again. But by way of remembrance, I can hear her voice and hear her speak again. And so we see that Jesus is speaking to him, and he, and he said... Uh, he said, my words, you're going to hear my words again by way of remembrance. And then you're going to have some understanding about what I said. There in verse, four, 20, uh, verse 26 again, he says, uh, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, or the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. Now notice what he says. He shall teach you all things and, all, and bring all things, notice, to your remembrance Whatsoever I have said unto you. And so the Lord speaks to us many times by way of remembrance. It, you know, and we don't understand it sometimes, but He does, and He's speaking to us. They had they'd heard it before, but they did not hear it with understanding. He had spoken to them about the resurrection, but they didn't understand it yet. There's such a need in our lives to hear with understanding from the Lord. We hear all the time, but many times we don't hear with understanding. It's important that we hear with understanding, knowing what the Lord is saying unto us. And sometimes that don't come until it's by the way of remembrance. So often it's that which we heard that the Holy, Go the Holy Spirit uh, calls to remembrance in our lives. Later that, that becomes the hearing with understanding. It, as I said, it might be a verse that comes back and we have understanding. We've heard it preached on. We've heard it taught on. We, we've heard the words as it's been read from the Scripture. We've read it ourselves. The, and, and now all of a sudden by way of remembrance you might be talking to somebody. There might be a situation going on in your life. And all of a sudden that verse comes back. And God's speaking to you through the Holy Ghost by the way of remembrance. Using that verse. Speaking to your heart by that verse. It may be by a message that was preached and maybe you didn't get anything out of it, or maybe you did get something out of it. But in your life, the Lord brings it back by way of remembrance of something that was taught or preached on in that message and begins to speak to your heart in certain situations and, and circumstances. And you get an understanding as the Lord begins to speak to you. It may be a lesson in Sunday school. It may be some, someone, something that someone prayed. It may be something in a song that we sang. It may be an exhortation from a friend who uh, exhorted you and tried to help you, but you didn't listen. And later on, that exhortation comes back to you and you begin to understand what God is saying. 
But God speaks to us by the way of remembrance. But by the way of remembrance, the Holy Spirit gives us understanding from the Lord in what He's saying to us. You know, we don't have the have Jesus Christ standing here looking us eyeball to eyeball and preaching. But what we do have is we have His Word, the written Word of God. And with that, many of us have sat down and read the, the Scriptures through and through and through over the years, and we've read the same verses over and over and over again. But at some time, God calls those verses back by way of remembrance, remembering those verses, and He speaks to our hearts. But when He's speaking this time, we have an understanding. We have an understanding, and so we need to learn to listen by way of remembrance as God begins to speak to us. It's an important way of, uh, of hearing the Lord. Our hearts are convinced when we hear by the way of remembrance as we hear the Word of God. Uh, consider Peter here. In Matthew chapter 26, the Lord is talking about how that they'll all flee from him. And how they'll go away from him because uh, they come to take him to crucify him. In verse 31 it says, Then saith Jesus unto them, All ye shall be offended because of me this night. For it is written, I will smite the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock shall be scattered abroad. But after I am risen again. Boy, he's getting plain with them, but they're not understanding this. He said, But after I am risen again, I will go before you into Galilee. Notice here, Peter says, Peter answered and said unto him, Though all men shall offend because of thee, yet will I never be offended. He's laying it out. He said, Not me. I'll never be offended. Now he's heard what the Lord Jesus had just said. But he is telling Jesus to his face, Not me. These other guys may do it, but not me. Peter Goes on there and he, he talks about that. And, but then Jesus said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto, unto thee that this night, that very night, before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. Yet will I not deny, thee, or, or, deny me thrice. And Peter said unto him, Though I should die with thee. He's getting real serious here. Peter's getting, No, you don't understand, Jesus. Even if I was to die, yet will I not deny thee. Likewise also said all the disciples. He heard what Jesus said, but he didn't understand what Jesus said. Peter heard, but he didn't understand. He didn't have the understanding, believing the voice of the Lord until the time of remembrance. You go on down to chapter, uh, in chapter 26 of Matthew there, and you go down to verse 74. And this has already happened twice, but let me just read this, these two verses. It says, Then began he to curse and to swear, saying, I know not the man. And we know that it's Peter here speaking. They come to him and say, Aren't you one of his disciples? I don't know him. No. Well, your voice, it sounds like one of them. No, not me. And then finally, the third time, they said, Listen, I, didn't I see you out there? And they... And it says here that he began to curse and to swear, saying, I know not the man, and immediately the cock crew. Listen to the next verse. And Peter remembered the word of Jesus. 
He remembered the word of Jesus. The Lord spoke to him again by remembrance, which said unto him, Before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And notice what happens now. Notice what takes place now. Now Peter has heard with understanding by way of remembrance. And it says, And he went out and wept bitterly. It finally reached Peter's heart. You say, well, what did he get from that? What did he learn from that? I believe that his heart knew the saying of the Lord was to be true and that, that, he, that Jesus knew all about all men and now this was a confirmation. This was the Son of God. He knew what I would do even though I said I wouldn't do it, even though I had power over my life to do yet right or wrong, yet he knew what I would do. This must be the Son of God. He knew this. He spoke to Peter through a way of remembrance. And it broke Peter's heart. Sometimes God, by the way of remembrance, speaks to our hearts and breaks our hearts. The Holy Spirit begins to deal and bring back something that happened in our lives or something that He said through the Scripture to get our attention. Notice that Jesus told His disciples many times about the crucifixion and the resurrection they heard but they did not hear with understanding until the time of remembrance in Luke chapter 24 it says now upon the first day of the week very early in the morning they came unto the sepulcher bringing the spices which they had prepared and certain others with them they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus and it came to pass as they were much perplexed, they expected to find him laying there, didn't they? They didn't believe. Behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? Now listen to what verse 6 says. He's not here, but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you? And when he was yet in Galilee, saying the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and the third day rise again. And notice what verse 8 says. And they remembered his words. Speaking to us through remembrance. All of a sudden now they, by way of remembrance, remembered he did say that. That's what he meant. Here the whole time he said, destroy this temple and in three days I'll, I'll raise it up again. That's what he meant. He's risen. He's alive. By way of remembrance, he spoke to their hearts. They had heard him over and over and over. You go back through, you go back through the Gospels and you listen to him, not just once, not just twice, not just three times, but on and on again. He spoke of his crucifixion. He spoke of his death. He spoke of his burial. He spoke of his resurrection. And that he would even come again and go before them unto Galilee. See, sometimes it takes something shocking to, to our lives to get us to remember with understanding what the Lord has spoken to us. Through His Word, through the Holy Spirit, and other ways in which He speaks. Sometimes we must be shocked into remembering 
what he said through the word of God. What he said through the preaching of his word. What he said through the teaching of his word. What he said by even taking of the Lord's Supper. And so many times uh, we, we, we don't stop and realize what we're doing. But by way of remembrance, he speaks to us. Speaking through the way of remembrance should stir our hearts and cause great belief. Peter speaks of being stirred up for the, for the Lord and the obedience to His Word by way of remembrance. And in 2 Peter chapter 12, I mean, I'm sorry, 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 12, he said, Wherefore I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, Though ye know them not, and be established in the present truth. Otherwise, what's been said? Yea, I think it meet as long as I am in the, this tabernacle, otherwise in this body, to stir you up by putting you in remembrance. One of the things that, as a preacher that my job is, is that, hey, listen, a lot of things that I preach, you already know it. I just got to stir you up by way of remembrance. Sometimes, you know, you, you get, and I get to a place where we're kind of complacent about uh, our salvation and we begin to take it for granted and don't realize what a great salvation it is. And it's my job to try, like Peter, to, to stir you up by way of remembrance of the great salvation uh, that you have. And the Holy Spirit begins to deal with you and show you by verses that what the Lord has said Himself about your salvation by way of remembrance. You go on over into... Chapter 3, there, a, a second Peter, and, and he says, uh, in, in verse 1, he says, This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. Verse 2, he says, That ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before. Well, wait a minute. Remembrance about what? About the words that were spoken before. What words are you talking about, preacher? Most of you are holding it on your lap right now. Amen. That we might be stirred concerning by way of remembrance what God has said unto you and me. It goes on by the prophets and of the commandment of the apostles of the Lord and Savior. See, the Lord wants the Christian to be stirred, to live for Him. Many times He stirs our hearts by way of remembrance. To hear once again that which we have already heard, but this time to, with understanding and a stirred heart to receive the Word of God. Not just hear it, but to receive it. It's also true as to why we take of the Lord's Supper. This is why that we go to the Scripture and speak of the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We've heard over and over that the Lord Jesus shed His blood for us that his body was broken for us, that he hung on a cross, the crown of thorns was plaited upon his head, that he was beaten with the cat of nine tails, and he was beaten and buffeted by those Roman soldiers so that he was not even recognizable unto man. You can go over into the Psalms, Psalms 22. You can go over into Isaiah 53. You can, you can begin to look at all the different different uh, scriptures even in the Old Testament concerning the crucifixion of Christ. We think about how the Lord shed that blood for us and how that we have eternal life through His death and burial and His resurrection. 
So it is by way of remembrance that we hear again of His Word and His love for us. The great price that He paid for us. It's a way of remembrance to hear Him speak to us from His Word. In 1 Corinthians chapter 11 there, which we'll be going to tonight, verse 24 and, and also in verse 25, He says this, He says, And when you have given thanks, He break it. I'm talking about there what we call the Last Supper. And said, Take eat, this is my body which is broken for you. But notice what He says, Do in re- this do in remembrance of me. Do you know what he's saying? He goes on, he talks about the cup. And he also says, this do in remembrance of me. As often as you eat this bread and drink of this cup, he said, do it in remembrance of me. And tonight as we come and as we take of the Lord's Supper and It's not so that we can say that we've had communion. It's not just that it's, well, it's an ordinance of the church like baptism, and and so therefore that's what we do. It's not that we take it lightly and say, well, this is what we do at Easter and and Thanksgiving and at other times and special times. But he says this we do in remembrance of him. But what is that remembrance for? What's the remembrance about? What is the remembrance about? It's a remembrance of what he has said to you and me. How he's spoken to us through his word. Not just about his death, his burial, his resurrection, but even at this time we think so greatly about that so that we do not take it lightly. So that we begin to realize the The great salvation we have. Not just salvation, but great salvation. By way of remembrance, how He suffered and He bled and He died. His body was broken for us. By way of remembrance of what we've heard and been spoken to by the Spirit of God through the Word of God. That we might have understanding of the great price that was paid for your salvation and for my salvation. So many people take it lightly and live lightly. Living in sin and living in wickedness and, and not taking and saying that they're saved and not taking uh, uh, with understanding uh, that, that the Lord, what all that He's done for us. They said by way of remembrance. And so he speaks tonight. He speaks to your heart. He speaks to my heart saying, I love you. I died for you. I shed my blood for you. And I believe with all my heart that he would speak individually through the Holy Spirit of God and and call you by name. He said, do you remember the day that You receive me as Savior. Do you understand what I have done for you that you could have eternal life so that you wouldn't drop off into a devil's hell and burn forever and ever and ever? He says, do you remember? Sometimes we hear 
with very little understanding, we hear the preaching about the cross. We hear the preaching about the, the, the abuse and the, and the buffeting and, the, and the, uh, the beating that our Savior took and, and the shedding of His blood, sinless blood. And we hear about the preaching of the resurrection and how that He came out of that tomb and how he bodily showed himself unto to, to the disciples and others. And at one time, as many as 500 people. And we look at Easter like, oh, it's just a good time to get together, family, and have good meals and everything. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I believe as we take of the Lord's Supper again, he's speaking by way of remembrance. For us to have an understanding, not just know that that's what we're supposed to do, not just know that He died for us, but have an understanding. So tonight we come to the Lord's table and take of the bread and take of the drink of this cup by remembrance of His work at Calvary for us. The Bible goes on there in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and tells us to examine ourselves to examine ourselves. To make sure that we have a clean heart, that we have confessed those things and that our heart is right with the Lord. And to make sure that you know Jesus Christ as your Savior. You're not supposed to take of the Lord's Supper tonight if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Savior. That would be a hypocrisy. Because you have not, with your heart, received Jesus Christ what he did at Calvary, shedding his blood in that broken body. But in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 28, it says, But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. And I believe that when he says, let a man examine himself, I believe that he's, by way of remembrance, he says, I want you to remember how important this is. I want you to remember that you need to make sure that your heart is right. Verse 29 of 1 Corinthians 11, he said, for he, eateth, for he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, otherwise you're not saved or you will not get your heart right with God. You are harboring sin in your life, known sin in your life, and you will not confess it to God and get it right. You're eating unworthy and drinking unworthily. He said, he eateth and drinketh damnation to yourself. Not discerning the Lord's body. And you say, well, what is that talking about? It's talking about a curse of God. That's how important it is. He says, so don't take of that bread. Don't drink, take of that cup unworthily. He goes on and says, for this cause many are weak and sickly among you and many sleep. And when he's talking about sleep, he's not talking about taking a snooze. He's talking about being dead. God takes it serious. And so should we. Or if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. When we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord that we should not be condemned with the world. And so he, by way of remembrance, as we come to the Lord tonight, he's by way of remembrance of his shed blood and his broken body. He's speaking to you and he's speaking to me. Trying to get us to look anew and afresh at what He's done for us. 
Would you bow with me in prayer? And then in a few moments, of course, we're going to close the live streaming with prayer. But then we're going to take a time of examination where you can find a place of prayer and, and seek the Lord. And there may be somebody here tonight. You don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior. This would be a good time to get saved so that you can know that you have eternal life. But would you bow with me? Father, I thank you for loving us and thank you that we can hear from you by way of remembrance that you still speak. The Holy Spirit deals with our hearts and deals with our lives. And so therefore, Lord, I pray that we would, by way of remembrance, Lord, that we would listen not just now as we take of the Lord's Supper, but every day by way of remembrance as you speak to our hearts and bring back the thoughts and the, the memory of what you've said in your word and how that you've dealt with our lives in different situations as you're speaking to us by way of remembrance. Have your will and way, Lord, tonight as we take of the Lord's Supper. May you be glorified for this, I pray in Jesus' name.